Hello, hello, and welcome to FSU's Calm Conversation, where we highlight FSU's School of Communication, its students, alumni, and happenings in the industry. I'm your host, McKinnon Bell, a current master's student in media communication studies and a director's ambassador for the School of Communication. On this episode of FSU Calm Conversation, we are diving into everything you need to know about the director's ambassadors with Katie Connell and Maya Bertig. Thank you guys both so much for being here today. I'm really excited to have fellow directors ambassadors on the podcast interview. This is something I've been wanting to do for a really long time, as I was telling both of you. And so thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. So to start us off, could you each introduce yourselves and what directors ambassadors team you manage for our listeners who don't know you? So I'm Katie Connell, and I was the news writing manager for Directors Ambassadors. I am Maya Bertig, and I am the co-director of the social media team. Yay, and who's your fellow co-director, Maya? My fellow co-director is Gabby Christina, who unfortunately cannot be here today. So sad. Do wish we could have her. Gabby, if you're listening to us, we miss you. And Katie, we're going to miss you too now that you're leaving. I was so (laughs) great getting the opportunity to work with you. And so I guess, so our listeners aren't totally confused here. What and who are directors and ambassadors? Like, what is the who, what, where, when, why? I always introduce myself on the podcast by saying, I'm a director's ambassador. I don't think my listeners know what I'm saying. And I feel like even people in our school, when we're like, oh, directors and ambassadors for the school of communication, they're a little confused. So could you give us a little more insight about what that fancy title is? So yeah, we're just the communications team, I guess, for the School of Communication and just being ambassadors of the school and its brand and yeah, just being the team, a student-led team behind um, all the communications aspects of the school. Yeah, I think Katie pretty much covered it with that one, but just in short, communications team for the School of Communications. Yes, and then there are three teams, right? So that's why we kind of broke it up. We have Katie representing the news team, we have my representing social media, and then, you know, I'm the podcast manager, but I'm not going to ask questions to myself and answer them. You guys hear me talk all the time, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a pretty good idea of what the podcast team is doing for the School of Communication, so we're really using this time to highlight and spotlight the other teams today. So if you're interested in learning more, please stick around. So with that, what are the general responsibilities for each of your teams? So for the news writing, um, we generally would try to produce a news story a week, um, so four for a month. And so each news um, writer would um, pursue a story, get some information, collect uh, interviews, and just that kind of um, information that they would need to base a story off of that would reflect well on the school and um, that would just promote all the great things that were happening at the School of Communication. So that's really what that uh, news writer position uh, entails. So it's a great opportunity to practice your writing skills and also promote the school. And for the social media team, we normally try and post probably four or five times a week. So we do everything from campaigns, simple graphics or videos. We did have a TikTok, but unfortunately we cannot do that anymore. But we do try and post uh, reels featuring students, professors, and just things around campus. Um, Also things that the students may be curious about or interested in. So when 
school classes start, when there's signups for something that has to do with the school of communications, just really uh, be a way for the current students in the School of Calm to have a direct line of communications with the higher ups. Awesome. Thank you guys both. I feel like you encompass that like perfectly. You know, having not been on your teams and you know, you guys come on the podcast, I was thinking how cool that was like you guys get to see the behind the scenes now, like kind of this one because you can listen to it. It's like, uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when Katie's like tracking down the people to try to interview. Like I love when I get DMs <laughs> from you and you're like how did you get so-and-so on the podcast? Like, I've been yes. trying to figure out their office. Like, how did you nail them down? Yeah, yes. sometimes it was very difficult. And I was like, how is the best way to contact this professor? And yes. It's so, so. fun. And then I love, like, Maya and Gabby, like, your team. Uh, and how we'll just go in, like, the channel for your team. We all have a Discord channel is what I'm referring to for our listeners at home, where we're able to communicate between teams. And I always feel so bad because I'll need a post for, like, the main, like, school of communication. Follow the school of communication on Instagram, listeners. Um, but I'll be like, hi, social media team. Uh, hope today isn't too busy. I need this post by, like, tomorrow if you could. And you guys are always so sweet with being like, we got you. Don't worry. And, like, you'll send back this piece beautiful graphic that I would never be able to make. And I'm like win I'm so excited so you have both been like a joy to work with and I love getting to work with your other teams as well it's just so exciting um and that's why I love highlighting you guys today so with that when did you both like become involved in directors ambassadors oh gosh I'm trying to remember so I started at FSU um in the PR program uh fall of 2021 um, so I think it was the spring semester of 2022 that I started um, as a news writer. And then um, when the outgoing uh, manager left, um, they asked me if I would be willing to take on the position as manager. And I was super excited about that because I absolutely love writing um, news stories. And it's kind of my passion, just writing in general. So whenever I get to do that, it's a great day. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of my story with first ambassadors I admire you because when people want me to write a news story I just kind of stare at a wall like I can write an essay <laughs> fine but if it's journalistic it is so out of my comfort zone yeah definitely different styles for sure <laughs> Maya what about you yeah so I actually was directed towards directors ambassadors and the end of 2021 by Jessie Coolgrove so shout out to her back when she was the social media manager I believe and she just encouraged me to apply. She said it'd be a really great opportunity. So I did. And I luckily got a position on the social media team for the spring of 2022. And so for the past, I guess, two years, one year, I've been, yeah, I've been on the social media team as a team member. And I was just promoted this last semester as director. So I'm really excited to just take what I've learned from Jesse and also Sarah Morris. Shout out to her as well. Uh, as directors and they really just did an amazing job with handling the team and delegating work to everybody but not really making it like hard because with classes and being in school obviously you don't want a whole nother almost like full-time job on top of that mm -hmm. so they really just did a good, good job with that and that's something that I'm looking forward to do this next year with Gabby. Oh I know you guys are going to crush it you had great leaders before you. I love how you highlight Maya that it wasn't like a super big time commitment because I feel like would you guys agree that it's a misconception mm -hmm. when you're like trying to join things or like 
be involved in school and kind of that fear of having like balancing time and schoolwork and you're like oh if I'm stepping onto a social media team or taking on a manager position like it'll be too much did you guys ever feel like it was too much or was the balance always something you could pretty much handle yeah I never really thought it was like a time commitment that stressed me out like it definitely of course you're going to commit some amount of time like you're going to be doing something but it's definitely never been stressful for me and even this um like past semester when we were doing interviews to get new people on the team we had a lot of people asking us how much of a time commitment it would be so like some people were involved in sports or extracurriculars or grad school and obviously those things may rank higher on their list of importance and of course we want their help if they're going to be benefiting our team but we also understand that people have lives outside of the school of communications and we want to respect that and just make sure that we're helping them as much as they're helping us yeah i would definitely say like with your team delegating and like whenever if it does happen to be a little you feel too a little too overwhelmed um just delegating and then just being open with communication about that but it's never it's never been stressful or anything um but but yeah i would definitely have to agree um, with that but. but it's great hearing you guys don't think it's stressful because you're managers which means you easily have the most <laughs> amount of work on the team and if you guys can handle it anyone can handle it uh, for now for now <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> I haven't been in the full swing of things yet so we'll see how do you both think that being a part of the director's ambassadors team as a whole or even your specific team's before you were managers as a manager has helped you grow both personally and professionally? I think gaining that hands-on experience, uh, you're still in school, obviously, but also it's like a work setting. There are deadlines, which obviously you have deadlines in school, but working with a team, which, I mean, you do work in teams and group projects in school, but really just that um, kind of agency style of work which is which is great if that's what you want to get into um but also um just other life skills that you need i think um you can gain with drugs ambassadors yeah i would say that professionally as far as i can attest to being on the social media team the biggest impact that i've seen for myself and for others around me is uh, the work that we do being used in things like your resume your portfolio it really creates like a really solid or like solid foundation for when you're going into any kind of interview or even just a, a regular job that may not even be for your career just anything where they're asking you about experience you've had like this provides you with professional experience so it really kind of sets you apart from other people and personally I mean I've made friends with people on the team I've made like some really great connections as far as networking as well that'll help me in my future so I think it really just kind of checks a bunch of boxes off while you know, being able to do something that you're also interested, you're getting something good out of it professionally. Um, going off of what Maya said about um, the professional aspect, when I did apply for the job that I am in currently, um, when I was interviewing, they asked me about my position because it was on my resume. And so they had asked about it and kind of asked me to describe my role and kind of how that uh, made me a better writer um, and just um, how it affected my studies as well. So. So it is great, definitely, for professional development. Um, so, yes. I'm so glad you threw that in. And congrats on it tying into job interviews. That's always so exciting <laughs> where you're like, I did something. Yes. It worked. It counted. Exactly. I'm like, this was beneficial. 
Like, it's looking back and it's like, because there is always sometimes you'll be like, as much as you enjoy the work, you'll be like balancing at school. You'll be like sometimes just so overwhelmed. And it's so nice to know, like, at the end of the tunnel, no matter how much you enjoy, like, the work you're putting in, it's like, oh, this is going to help me down the road. Exactly. We have exactly. proof, evidence, point in case right here with going. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> All set. She is our example. And I wanted to go back to what you said, Katie. I like that you well you kind of like second guess yourself on it but you're like you have oh, deadlines yeah. even the school has deadlines and things like that but I think there's also like a self-efficacy like um a commitment to yourself because you don't have grades right you're not grading yes. your team member on it you're not focusing on a GPA you're doing mm-hmm. the work because you're doing the work because you enjoy it the one holding you mm-hmm. accountable is you um, yourself ultimately yeah yes, like your managers can talk to you and be like hey we need to get this on time but it's mm-hmm. you at the end of the day and I feel like that builds a lot of character like it's much more intrinsic having to push yourself rather than extrinsic for that grade or that project or your group members grading you group members don't grade you directors ambassadors you just have to be a good team member because you're a good team member and I think yeah. That's so helpful <laughs> for students coming in, that lesson, because it's, it's how it works in the real world. And there's mm-hmm. such a disconnect between things like how they operate in school sometimes versus how they operate in the real world until you get to the graduate level. And then they're like, you're on your own, kid. Like, figure it out. <laughs> they're four years of school. You got this. Um, but I just want to touch on that because I was like, ah, oh, you're right, though. I hadn't thought about that. Like, it's the same, but it is different. And so with that, Katie kind of hit on like the next question a little bit. Um, it's a bit of a two-parter, but what has been the most rewarding experience of being a director's ambassador? And do you have a favorite memory from your time as part of the team? Hmm, I think the most rewarding would be with just connecting with the faculty, other students, um, because it's very easy I'm a Tossie native, so I grew up here, so I'm not, I didn't move away to school. So in theory, like making connections outside, like at school, like sometimes doesn't seem as essential. Um, But I will say I loved getting to know all the professors um, and making those connections with other students on the team. And then also that I was interviewing at the same time, um, being able to just build those relationships and um, enjoy my time at the school. Um, Because when you know people and uh, you know your professors and you interview them, um, you get to know them better. And so it makes um, your experience more enjoyable. So that's what I have to say with that. And then did you ask about favorite memory? Yeah. And I was also going to ask out of curiosity if you have a favorite interview, but I don't want to throw too many questions your way. So I did, um, there was one time, it wasn't an interview, but I was working with another girl um, on the team on a news story and we were a little confused as to what exactly was happening. It was on a, um, like an article that was published and um, we were just trying to figure it out because sometimes those articles, the scholar, scholarly articles can be a little difficult to dig through and what all the theory. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So we were trying to, you know, uh, explain the news, the, the article in a way that people would understand and that would make sense to people at the same time. Um, so I just enjoy working with her, um, on that and kind of building that relationship while also working, um, on the project so that's I think my favorite memory that I can recall that's so so sweet 
Yeah, well, I love how you mentioned, Katie, how you felt like it was so rewarding to be able to connect with like the students and the professors, because that is something that I feel as well, like being on the social media team, like being able to uh, take videos, like questionnaire videos, or asking people for a quote to put on a graphic. It's just, it helps you like get to know everybody, not everyone, obviously, but as many people as possible in the school, which really takes it from like this whole big, scary FSU as a whole to like your little school of calm community. Um, but I would say that my favorite memory would probably be this past semester, so the spring, and we, this was when TikTok was still around and working for us. Um, me and my partner, uh, we had an idea to do a TikTok of the stadium at sunset. So like the stadium is where the School of Calm is located for those who don't know. And we wanted just it to be really aesthetic and just really pretty for the whole thing. But for whatever reason, we were getting rained out probably for a straight week and a half. Like it was ridiculous. And it wasn't even every day. It was every time we would get to the stadium, there was just thunderclouds and everything. So we'd be texting each other every single morning, like gotta look at the weather. We gotta get out there, like just try it. And then when we finally did get it, it was honestly like one of the most beautiful sunsets. You know, the one where you go through Snapchat and everyone's just posting their like mm -hmm. beautiful sunset tonight. It was one of those. So we got a really good one and it was just, it was really fun that like our work I guess you could say kind of just turned into me and her texting being like I hope there's a good sunset tonight mm -hmm. it's so fun you were sunset chasing for your job <laughs> like could you ask for anything better um I yeah. guess ask for no rain clouds but besides that if had there not been <laughs> the rain clouds you guys wouldn't text it so much that's so sweet though I really yeah. love that story um oh that's so cute those are both <laughs> really good ones guys I'm like uh I wish I was on the Directors Ambassadors team, and I am. So for all of you listening, come make really great memories with us because we're a fun time. <laughs> um, and so with that, you guys have both touched on this concept of teamwork. We've talked a little bit about working between the teams, within your teams, and another two-parter question. But how collaborative is it to be a director's ambassadors? Do different teams ever work together on the same projects? We've talked about communicating, but do we overlap a lot? Yeah, usually just uh, with if we have an article that's being published, um, just to get um, a graphic to go along with it, or if we ever need um, anything like that, or um, getting in contact with professors, um, reaching out to um, anyone who might have a class with them. So overlap in that way. Um, yeah, it just depends on um, the project we're working on or the article, so. Yeah, like the social media team will definitely be making graphics for both news writing and podcasts whenever they have something new coming out, because like I said earlier, we're trying to be a direct line of communication for us to all the students. Um, and especially on the social media team, we are very collaborative. We try to have at least two people working together on a project just so that they can kind of bounce ideas off each other and you know like schedule wise it also really helps and we always try to just be encouraging with uh telling our team members to ask us or other team members for advice or just an opinion about colors as if it might even be something as small as that so very important though very important i will say your color schematics are always very lovely um and it's fonts too the fonts and the colors it's what make the graphics i cannot figure mm -hmm. out fonts to save my life um, and then kind of moving into our really last final question of the evening before we move to some fun rapid fire questions. What advice would you give to school communication students looking to join the director's ambassadors team? I would say my advice to the school of comm students would be 
even if it sounds the tiniest bit interesting, just apply, you know, see where it'll take you. If you have no idea what direction, you can apply to all the teams you want and hopefully you'll get an interview with all of them and maybe you'll feel one way about one team and another way about another that will help you decide what fits better for you and maybe what you're interested in. And even if you don't end up being on the team, then at least you got some experience and insight to about like what the three of us do and what the three separate teams are responsible for. So hopefully, I guess at the end of the day, it can be some kind of education for you in your professional career or your FSU career. And I want to touch on what you said. You don't have to apply for one specific team. You will have to commit to one team, um, but you can apply to all three of them and then interview with all of us and see where you fit. Like you don't have to know going in where you want to be and I always love when we get applications for all three because it's just like (laughs) and they're like I'm just open to anything that helps me learn and grow and I'm like oh that's fantastic we will now sort you into your Hogwarts house and we will move from there (laughs) so we get through it I would say uh reach out to a current um director's ambassador former director's ambassador and just ask um if they have any advice um about what they should say or what they should include in their application, um, any kind of uh, samples um, to include would also be great. Um, I found it super helpful when I was looking through applications as well, um, seeing those uh, sample work. Um, yeah, that's I think the advice that I would have. Samples are a big one. I remember receiving a podcast application and we always ask for if you are interested in being an interviewer, sending an audio, like recording like 15 seconds just so we can kind of hear you um and one of our applicants he submitted his entire youtube as his portfolio and because he makes youtube videos i was like yeah like you get an interview like come on in you audio voice all of like you know you go over with the audio for like your videos i'm like yeah he knows audio editing all of this like such a unconventional route to take but it got the point across thank you both for those answers i think these are very insightful and hopefully if they have stuck around and they're interested in applying um they heard this very wise and sage advice coming from the managers this is really the behind the scenes scoop for anyone interested in applying to directors ambassadors and now to end us on a bit of a lighter note we've really focused on both of you in your roles in directors ambassadors as managers on your teams and so i want to give everyone the chance to get to know you two a little bit better Maya stepping into your role and Katie sadly leaving so this is the last chance we'll ever get to hear from you maybe I'm kidding I'm kidding we'll still hear from Katie's guys (laughs) I can bring her on as an alumni she's still alive I just get a little dramatic sometimes so our first rapid fire question if you are ready is perfect for summer vacation if you could vacation anywhere in the world where would you go I would have to say the French countryside. I went to Paris over spring break, which was divine. Um, But I would love to go to the French countryside and explore a different part of France. Did you love Paris? That's my answer. Did you love Paris? Was it fantastic? Was it beautiful? Was it amazing? It was incredible. I, yes, one of the best weeks. I know, I saw your picture in the background. (laughs) I was like... Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's meant to be. Yes, it was incredible. And so would love to go back ASAP. So 
I'll go with you. We'll do we'll do a little vacating. That's great. Let me know. Send me a text. I'll I will. A, a Discord DM. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> Maya, what about you? I would say I would want to go to Thailand. And I don't know much about it besides it looks gorgeous in photos and I love Thai food. So I think that pretty much checks all my vacation boxes, my requirements. I would agree. They have some great art history in Thailand too. So, and then I thought of this next question in tangent to the first question, but what is one thing on your bucket list? I've always wanted to dive with sharks, but in a cage, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why. Like, mentally, I just connected. I was picking up the vibes. And once again, I'll go with you. I've always wanted to do that, too. I think it would just be so fun. And I love watching Shark Week. And I don't know. It's just, it always has seemed so intriguing to me. It, it seems so intriguing to me, too. And I agree with the cage. The only one I wouldn't go caging with is nurse sharks. But they don't, like, really have teeth. So, yeah. Those yeah. would be fine. But I would never do, that. like, the metal suit. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have I seen that. too much for me. Yeah, no, I'd like to be in a cage, and then I'm good. From what, at the top of my head, I would have to say going in a hot air balloon. Ooh. Like, sunset, hot air balloon. Um, yeah, I recently saw a picture of somebody doing that, and I was like, wait a second. That would be such a cool thing to do. I think they were doing it in Colorado, and mm. I was like, oh. That'd be a lot of fun. So, out of the top of my head, that's what I got. So That's really cool. <laughs> and then for our final question, so sad, I feel like our time has flown by. I feel like this has gone by so quickly, um, is before we had advice specifically for the Directors Ambassadors team, but as accomplished students, I would both call, call both of you, um, do you have any advice, any, for younger students and it doesn't have to be specifically school communication related doesn't have to be directors ambassadors related just anything you have gained in wisdom from your time at FSU that you would pass on to the younger generation I told you I have a flair for the dramatics (laughs) love that I would have to say so I can tend to be a perfectionist and a bit of a control freak um but at the end of the day as long as you can put your head on the pillow and know that you did um, your best work and you did all that you could and you set yourself up for success. And even if you may fail because failure is a part of life as much as I hate to say it, Um, but as long as you know that you did your best, you know, I think um, you should be proud of yourself and your work um, and just have a strong work ethic at all times. And yeah. That's, I think, the advice that I would have. I agree with that. And I also don't like failure. Um, but it is That's very much sometimes. very <laughs> much a part of life. It's something you got to start making peace with. And it doesn't really ever get easier. But you just kind of learn how to work through it. Yes, and learn. And learn. And learn. <laughs> and grow. And be better the next time. Never Hopefully. lose hope. See, I could yes. just write a coming-to-age movie from this podcast Good. interview. It's going to be great, guys. <laughs> New Directors Ambassadors Project. Love it. <laughs> Maya, what, what would you pass on, having, you know, been guided by uh, older students yourself? What would you... Yeah, so I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but I'm going to be entering my senior year in the fall. So I have just begun, you know, being nostalgic about everything FSU, and I'm just like, I can't believe it. 
four years have gone by so fast almost. Um, so with that, I would say my advice would be that college is a experience for academic education, but also life education. So really just try and experience as much as you can. Um, it's really just an unusual time. You know, you're just in this small, not small city, but you have a lot of people your age in a small area. So it's just an unusual time. There's so many opportunities with that. It's easy to get overwhelmed, but life happens wherever you are. So seize the opportunities. Join the Directors Ambassadors team if you're in the School of Communication currently. Sorry, alumni and faculty will bring you on for interviews. And thank you, Maya and Katie, so much for being on today. I think this has been a really great time. I've had a lot of fun. I hope you guys have had a lot of fun. And I hope this was really productive and insightful for our listeners. And we'll see on the next round of applications who listens to the podcast. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No pressure, guys. But (laughs) thank you guys both so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was such a good time.